Welcome, welcome to Refreshing Times. God has your next and your now. He is Jehovah Shama. He is there. Out of so many names that God has, one of the names is Jehovah Shama, which means that the Lord is there. And so we see in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11 to 12, it says, Through our union with Christ, we too have been claimed by God as his own inheritance. Before we were even born, he gave us our own destiny. He gave you and me our destiny. He knew us before we was in our mother's womb. We will fulfill the plan of God who always accomplishes every purpose and plan in his heart. God's purpose was that we Jews, that we his people, who were the first to long for the messianic hope, will be the first to believe in the anointed one and bring great praise and glory to God. And we know, although we are not Jewish, but Jesus came for all humanity, for all cultures and all race and all mankind. Jesus came for all of us. And when we accept him as Savior and Lord, we become his children. We become his people. And so he has gave us our destiny. He knew us before we was in our mother's womb. And I don't know about you, but I recall when I was a little girl and I was uh, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. And I remember walking the streets in Brooklyn many times while playing with my friends. And I was walking and just thinking of why God created me, with what purpose he created me. And I was only probably about 11 years old, 10 years old, or 12 years old. And I was thinking, why did God create me? With what purpose he created me? And I was always wondering and talking to God because I was raised in a Catholic church. And so I knew Jesus as Savior, but I didn't know him as the Lord of my life. And so I was curious to know why did he create me? With what purpose? And who was I? And it is he, the Bible says that, he puts the, the will to do of his good pleasure. It is he that puts the desires in our hearts to do of his good pleasure. As it says here in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11 and 12. God's purpose is that we, his children, who were the first to long for the messianic hope, will be the first to believe in the anointed one and bring great praise and glory to God. Okay. And so, and because of him, verse 13, Ephesians chapter 1, when you who are not Jews heard the revelation of truth, you believed in the wonderful news of salvation. Now we have been stamped with the seal of the promise of the Holy Spirit. See, Jesus came not only for the Jews, but he came for all of us. And as we believed in him and we follow him and let him be the Savior of our Lord, he, he stamped us the seal of the promise of the Holy Spirit. He has predestined us. He has our now and our next. He is omnipresent everywhere at one time. He is omnipotent, all-powerful and mighty. 
He has predestined us. He has given us our blueprint, our footprints for our life. The steps of a good man are order of the Lord. You know, I recall many, many, many years ago when I was way younger. And I recall thinking about God's creation. And and I, I talking to him, I almost was seeing how he put us in his love story how we are all part of his love story and we all have a segment to his love story we all have scenarios to his love story almost like when an executive producer or screenwriter writes a play or writes a film or uh, produces a movie and there's different segments to different parts there's different views different scenarios it's the same way with God he has our now and our next he has called us and drew us to himself and he loves us so much that he has predestined us for a future of hope and prosperous plans God has your now, he has your next, and he is Jehovah Shammah. He is there in your now, and he is there in your next. He put us here on earth with a purpose, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. And I'll read briefly to you 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, how he has put us here on earth with a purpose with a precious purpose says in the bible that he has put um, his treasure in an earthen vessel and we are those earthen vessels made of clay second corinthians 4 7 says we are like common clay jars that carry this glorious treasure Within, and I'm reading from the Passion Translation, so that the extraordinary overflow of power will be seen as God's and not ours. He has orchestrated our life, beloved, <laughs> and thought sometimes that we missed it. Oh, and at times we repent or ask for forgiveness, and He graciously continues His work in us and through us it doesn't change his mind if we ever miss it you know it doesn't change his mind of his blueprint and footprints for our life you're now what you should be doing now is found in a relationship with christ's word trust in every step of the way because the just shall live by faith it's not by the circumstance the feelings or the emotions but we trust God in this journey called life that he has predestined for us. He has predestined prosperous plans for our life, a future of hope. And our now is in God because he's omnipresent and he's there. But he's also in our next. Wherever you're going, your target goal He's already there and every need is supply and every person that needs to be there is there. And the Lord is there. He is already there. As when God sent Moses to um, Egypt to set his people free 
Moses at his now met God and began to know God's voice at his now. And Moses had to leave his past and leave his familiar in order to know the voice of God at his now, which was at the burning bush where he heard the voice of the Lord and the Lord told him, I am that I am. And Moses said, when I go, who should I tell the people who you are? Because Moses didn't really know God. He was just getting to know God. And God told him, tell them that I am that I am. Because when Moses would get to Pharaoh, the Lord was already there. When Moses was at the Red Sea, the Lord was already there. And all Moses had to do was extend his rod. The Lord was already there at his next. Oh, beloved, know that God is there with you now and in your next, he's already there. Stay thankful and release the word of faith in the midst of your journey. Cast your care upon him, for he knows better. Put your trust in him. Some, some matters up. Some things matter up that need to leave it at the hands of the Lord. In other in other in other words, some things matters up. In other words, those matters are not for you to be concerned, but to cast it up unto the Lord. Give it unto God. And I share with you briefly, just the other day, um, I had some matters that I casted it over to the Lord. There were some matters that were a rightfully mine that I had obtained the victory legally of. And um, so I cast that care over to the Lord because somehow someone was practicing injustice towards me and I forgave them. But I was um, kind of just saying, oh, I'm just going to cast this upon the Lord, you know, because there were some things that needed to be done and I'm already dealing with other things that I need to do. So I didn't want to put more in my plate. So I cast it over to the Lord. I said, oh, God, I just give this to you. I put it in your hands, you know. And guess what, beloved? Two weeks after that, God did justice for me. Things fell on my lap. I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't seeking for it. It just fell in my lap and God did justice for me. Two things. It was two things that God did justice for me. Miraculously. You know, I can't really share everything right now. But miraculously, God did justice for me. He intervened. As a matter of fact, you know, the Bible says in Psalms 9 verse 1 that in the Passion Translation that he exceed our expectations. And the Lord did just that. He exceeded my expectations. So glory to God. Yes, he did. He came through in a way that it had to be God. And supernaturally, he did it in such a way that he even intervened with this world systems to do justice for me. And also to make sure that those that were doing injustice could not come back to do it again. God brought out evidence of even of uh, mishandling of things that are so important as far as documents. God turned it around, whereas I had my foot on the neck of my enemy. 
Yes, but I did. I was able to execute justice, but I did it in peace and bringing correction onto prestigious people in uh, companies that are pretty, pretty uh, prestigious as well, dealing with all kinds of people in this world. And I was able to bring correction and love in a professional manner. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, Faith pleases God. The just shall live by faith. So when we cast our cares upon the Lord and we give it to God, and as I often say, what the Bible says is, I render evil with love. When we render evil with love and we trust God, God steps in and he will manifest his glory in our behalf. He has you now, for the steps of a good man are order of the Lord. You know, in John chapter 15, verse 5, it says, Besides him, we cannot do anything. We cannot do anything without the Lord. You know, he remains faithful to us. And as we, the branches of the true vine, which is Jesus Christ, and we are the branches, we stay connected, we'll be able to bring forth much fruit that remains in our now, in our next because the Lord is there. We have to disconnect from our past, beloved, from everything that's familiar of our past. There are many things that we have to disconnect from our past that are familiar in order to grab hold of the new things, of the newness in Christ, of the new things that God wants to manifest. He wants to exceed your expectation and we can only, only cast our care upon the Lord and just have faith and believe God. We don't always have to know what's happening now, how it's going to happen, how things going to, nor do we always have to have our hands on everything now, nor do we always have to have our hands on everything in our necks, but that we may flow in faith with the spirit of God. And yes, there are things that pertain to us that we have to be responsible for, that we have to um, set in order, that we have to organize, but be so balanced and so free to be open-minded that we can receive God's way of doing things in a different way. So we have to disconnect from the familiar Embrace now and next by faith and acting in faith. So in Psalms 45.10, if you get a chance, you get to read that. It talks about disconnecting from the past and from the familiar. So in Isaiah 46.4, it speaks about how God will carry us in our gray hairs. Don't be concerned of when you get older, you know, if the systems of this world change. You know, he says that he will carry us in our gray hair. We can trust him. We can put our faith in him. He will take care of us. Do not be worried about tomorrow. He even has every hair in our head counted. And he takes care of the sparrow. He will take care of us today and tomorrow. The Lord told Joshua in Joshua chapter 1, 
Joshua chapter 13 and Joshua chapter 11. It talks about how the Lord told Joshua after Moses died, go and conquer the land, the land that I have already given you. Well, why will God tell Joshua to go and conquer the land that he had already given him? Because it was Joshua's doing to act in faith and know that the Lord was there in those lands where Joshua had the gold conquered, but it was already given to him. All he had to do was execute what God already had done. He had to enforce what God already had done and take it and claim it and take it. Our next is our hours. Although we need to conquer it like Joshua, act in faith, do something that you are believing God for. Joshua had to act in faith and conquer those lands that God already had given him because Jehovah Shammah was already at Joshua's next. He was speaking to him at his now, at his present season. But he already had told him that those lands were his. They were Joshua's. God already had given it to him because God was already there. God already had sent whatever he needed to send. Ministry angels, he already had orchestrated everything. So when Joshua gets there, he can conquer it, take it. And though sometimes we have to take it by force because the violent take it by force, we have to sometimes take it by force. The faith, the faith that sometimes has to be aggressive and take it by force. Hallelujah. But know that God is there just waiting for us to declare it, to claim it, and to take it. (laughs) Haha. To partake in it and take it. Joshua 1 8. Also, when God told him, be not afraid, but be strong. Be courageous. Be courageous. Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him. It was accounted to him. It was accounted to him because he acted in faith, though he didn't see. It was accounted to him for righteousness, and he was called a friend of God. When God tells you to step out of the boat, look unto God for your help. When God tells you to step out and do something that you're not accustomed to, or tells you to do something when you don't know what what's the next point, you know, you don't know what's the next point. You know, in math, sometimes you have to find the different points, the different coordinates of negative, let's say, negative 8 to um, positive 8, and you have to find the different angles of the arrow. And sometimes you have to figure it out. Well, in, in, in God's journey for our life, we don't have to always figure out, you know, where the arrow is pointing to or what is the coordinate points. We don't have to do math when it comes to God. We can just cast our care upon him and have faith, although at times he does give us plans and strategies, and he does show us from point to point, but sometimes he don't, and we just have to rely on the word he's given us and have faith. 
for our helper is God, not man. Although God will use man, our next is already blessed and every supply is there, beloved. If we are connected to Christ, Jehovah Shammah is there. He is there in our next place. He is there in the beginning and the end, for he is the Alpha and Omega. He has already sent laborers to help and angels for your necks, for your taking, for your taking in your necks, whatever it is you need to take in your necks, God has already blessed. Jesus told his disciples to go and get a cart when he needed a donkey. And he told them, tell him that the master needs it. You know, Jesus already knew who he was going to go get help from, who he was going to borrow a donkey from. And he already, why? Because the Lord is Jehovah Shammah. He's already there before you get there. And favor will be there for you at your necks. Believe it, beloved, because he is Jehovah Shammah. The Lord is there. The Lord already was there and the donkey was prepared for him. Today has its own. Don't worry about tomorrow. Today has its own cares. Don't worry about tomorrow. Cast your cares upon the Lord. May we cast our cares upon the Lord and have faith. Moses met God in his now and he let go of his familiarity. He let go of his past. And also, Moses, at his next, was manifested. His next was manifested. Yes, as he obeyed God's command to go and set God's people free. Moses' next was manifested. Why? Because he obeyed God's command. He obeyed. Although he didn't know God in that spectacular way, but he obeyed and he believed and Moses next God was there. Where are you going? Wherever you're going, whatever's your next, God is already there. He already orchestrated your next. When Joseph and Mary was going to have a baby, to have baby Jesus, God had already reserved a manger to be born for baby Jesus. So beloved, trust God and cast your care upon the Lord. But he is Jehovah Shammah. He's already there. And he is there at your now. Be blessed.